I'm Kelly Harrell, author, animist, and creator of the Weekly Rune. Solentent Arts is my soul-tending practice, and you're listening to What in the Weird, my podcast in which I talk about runes, actionable animism, soul-tending, and how all of those intersect through sacred activism on my path. The Weekly Rune is out, and if you're not sure what it is, it's a runecast that I've done for years focused on the runic calendar and the current half-month rune. You can find the archive of all of the runecasts on my site, solentonarts.com, and if you're not sure what a half-month is, listen to the early episodes of What in the Weird, or just go read the Weekly Rune at Solentent Arts. It's explained at the beginning of every runecast. I want to thank everyone who listens to the podcast, especially those who send in notes. I deeply appreciate your support, and I'm thrilled by your love of the runes. I also want to thank my Patreon supporters who make the sharing of my rune work through the runecast and this podcast possible with their financial support. Both are labors of love, and even labors of love cost somebody, and that somebody is me. The production of the RuneCast and the podcast each require platforms and equipment to produce, none of which is free. So if you've benefited from the RuneCast, the podcast, or even the ton of free articles on the runes, animism, and soul tending on my website, you can show your support through buying my books, which you can also find at my website, soulintentarts.com, by making a one-time contribution through PayPal, or contributing regularly through Patreon. Just go to patreon.com and search for Kelly Harrell. It's K-E-L-L-E-Y-H-A-R-R-E-L-L. And thank you for it. This week, we're continuing with our seasonal exploration of Thorosaz, which is the current half-month rune. And there's an important nuance of Thorosaz that we simply must talk about. Thorosaz is about unconscious rumblings. It signifies that change is motivated internally, which, if it's internal, means that it's some facet of your unconscious. It could be, it could be a known thought or a known belief. It doesn't have to be something that completely blindsides you. But if you were totally okay with a thought or feeling, you would give it whatever acknowledgement it needed and move on. You would move on. It would move on, right? It wouldn't continue to get on your nerves. I mean, that's how the intangibles of the human psyche work. They drive you batshit until they get what they need, which is usually expression, attention, acknowledgement, maybe flat-out release, healing, relief. But once they get that, They are either neutralized completely, you don't experience them again, or if you do, you have the skills to give them the attention that they need. And that sets up itself a dynamic in which the the little bothersome thing becomes more and more minimized, less and less of an effect each time it comes up. But in some cases, they continue to come up, right? Maybe a little bit more from the left or 
only under certain circumstances. But there's still just enough of a hint that something's off that you have to spelunk again into the internal world of you to learn what's needed. And there's one particular unconscious thing that I get questions about all the time. It's probably the most asked question I get. And the thing that they're about is calling. Calling is this feeling that you have something tapping you on the shoulder to do some particular thing with your life. And for most people, it's usually some spiritually motivated, compassionate thing that you're supposed to do in your time on the planet, such that if you don't do it, you feel like less of a person. I mean, this is how most people experience and describe calling. But what the hell do Thorisaw's unconscious and your calling have in common? Well, if you don't know your calling, and that's most people. Most people have no idea what their calling is. Or they think they do, and so they start doing all the things to try to carry it out, but they still keep feeling that nagging little sensation. Well, what that means is you're, if you don't know exactly what your calling is and, and what you're doing here on the planet, that makes it an unconscious motivator by default. And anything about the unconscious is thorosauce. Clear? Clear enough? Maybe... The question that I have is why is your calling unconscious? Like if it is all that, how come you don't know it? Why isn't it right in front of your face? And and because we don't know it, what made it that way? What created that situation? Why aren't we born knowing what we're here for and, and just spending our time getting the skills that help us to do it better and better? Well, we are sort of. Kind of, not really. Are you confused? Because I was too. The thing is, we are all born knowing that information, at least in my experience, uh, personal and, and working with other people as clients. We are all raw consciousness when we're born. That's all we are. We have zero filters and we don't gain filters until we're a little bit older, until we, until we get older and we start manipulating the people around us to meet our needs, right? When we start to engage the outside world is when we gain filters. We talked about this in the last episode and also in the weekly rune, but we don't internalize aspects of ourselves as unconscious of our own volition. This isn't something that just happens. Now, I mean, yes, there could be a brain event. There could be a body event or a trauma. But, but still, really, those are things beyond our control. They're, I mean, you didn't will them to happen. We internalize things as our unconscious as a reaction to the world around us. We do it in response, which means, I mean, in short, somebody did that to me. You know, not in a like um, victimized sort of way, but just in a factual, if you spend five minutes on this planet, planet, you encounter something unpleasant and better have some skills to cope with it. It's not personal. It's not just you. It's not all about you. 
And I also truly don't believe that that earthly life is a perpetual shit show. I do think it's difficult. And that's just the way this particular expression of life works. But here's the thing. The very fact that, that things, people, events happen that cause us to retreat inside ourselves, that is what causes us to suppress our calling. Like we, we get at a very literal level, okay, I had this trauma. I don't want to remember all the details about it. I'm going to suppress some of that. This, this is the internal logic that our unconscious follows. Or um, when I engage in this behavior, it, it makes it leaves people making fun of me. Even though I really enjoy this behavior, I also want to have a social group. And so I'm just going to put that part of myself away. These are the kinds of things that cause us to also suppress our calling. I mean, you know, maybe you live in poverty and, and you think it's not possible to attain whatever you need to make calling happen. Or maybe you manage a physical condition or, or even a mental condition that leaves you feeling stuck. Maybe you don't have the money to get the education for the skills that you need. Or maybe, maybe you happen to be born in a cultural belief system that goes against what you feel is your calling. Ultimately, we all want to survive. We're still functioning at those first chakra levels that want to keep us alive and functioning on the planet. And, you know, we all respond to these kinds of things by pushing away parts of ourselves so that we can have the support that we need to survive, both socially, emotionally, literally. The response is, you know, we just push our desires even deeper and sometimes to the point that we actually forget them. We really do forget what we dream of and why we came here or what we possess already that could make the world better. And when that happens, our calling becomes unconscious and it can motivate us in a way that we're frustrated all the time because we feel useless and we don't know why or because we feel like we're called to something greater than our current circumstances but we just can't figure out what it is we you know we take all the classes we meet all the gurus we do all the the all the entheogens and and we still can't get to the heart of what it is that we're here to do that frustration, that deep gutting annoyance that something is tugging at you and it won't let you go until you meet it, there's a phrase for that and it's called fire in the head. Historically, we've considered it the madness of being summoned by the spirits. That, that's what the, the lore of many, many cultures attributes that feeling too, that, that this, this unquenchable, insatiable drive to know something that you can't with all education and awareness figure out, fire in the head. And who's to say? I mean, you know, when we don't know our own spirit, we don't know our own inner unmapped territory, what greater ghost is there to haunt us? Fire in the head is your calling that that it's it's the indicator of your calling of of an awareness 
that your interior needs you. It's the internal rumbling that will not stop yelling your name and unconsciously steering you toward every life situation that would get you to wake up and look inside. And it isn't that we don't recognize it for what it is. I mean, people now are very literate in realizing that mental and emotional breaks, physical illness, chronic conditions are indicators that something is awry spiritually. We get that now. We have that as part of our uh, dialogue that's happening. But our cultural dialogue remains you are not worthy of that kind of spiritual endeavor. You are not uh, worthy enough or valuable enough to be your own conduit to that kind of awareness and awe. But that's, that's what it has to be. It can't remain this sensation of being haunted, of haunting yourself, we possess the ability to unearth our unconscious and heal what's there. We just have to realize that we do. And, and upon realizing it, we have to go seek the people and the skills and the mentors and the life experiences and the peer groups that can teach us to get into that aspect of ourselves and support us in staying there once we get there. And so at that point, it becomes a question of, are we willing to make the external sacrifices to secure what we need to be fully integrated as a person, to give the shadows light and to release the sacred selves? Because when you do that, when you sit down and you face the interior unknown, the shadows, the ego, and all that scary stuff, what you learn is that your calling is exactly that. It is the act of coming into yourself that fully to be exactly you, all of you, the parts you know, the parts you don't know, and the work that holds it all together that makes the best you show up in the world to do the only job that only you can do. The one that leaves the planet a better place Mining your unconscious to claim all that you are is your life's work. It is the biggest secret of weird weaving, law of attraction, manifesting, all that crap. Because when you have that raw openness with yourself all the way through, there's no pretense within or without. You get real at a level that shit can't help but get better in your life and a line for you to do the work that you're called to do. This is Thorisaz. This is what it offers for seasonal work right now. Today is the first harvest Sabbath in the north and in the south. They have the hints of returning warmth. What better time to be you, all of you. That's it for this episode. If you have questions or insights about working with the runes in season or you just need a cheerleader, feel free to email me at kelly at soulintonarts.com or call in through the Anchor app, which you can download for Android or iPhone. Also, check out earlier episodes by downloading them from Google Play or iTunes and all the other podcast platforms out there. 
If you get a chance, check out Everyday Animism, which is a podcast that I co-host with a couple of other lovely ladies, also on Anchor. And other podcasts you might enjoy are Around Grandfather Fire, hosted by James Stovall and Sarah Odinson, and also Why Shamanism Now, hosted by Christina Pratt. You can learn more about me and my work by visiting soulintonarts.com or on Instagram at Kelly Soul Arts. I'm Kelly, and this has been What in the Weird.